Good evening and welcome to the DWE podcast, that's the dudes with experience, where we cover all topics, paranormal and cryptozoology. We are your hosts, my name is Adam, alongside with my co-host Renee. Hey, how's it going? Alright, good. So, last week we covered the LaLaurie Mansion. I believe for this week I want to lean more on the side of the crypto side, so we will be covering the Shrigoi. Renee, do you know what a Shrigoi is? Never heard of it. Okay, so the Shrigoi are the traditional, typical Romanian vampire. Okay, uh, I know when people think of vampire, you think of, you know, Bela Lugosi, Bram Stoker vampire, but the Shrigoi are not that. The Shrigoi are completely 360 from what a typical, you know, Hollywood vampire you would imagine. Just think of a, a buck tooth vampire. You know, as opposed to a, a normal vampire having the fangs on the side, the Shrigoi have their, you know, incisor fang things in the very front, their two front teeth. That's what they are. So, getting into it. A Shrigoi in Romanian mythology, because you're going to hear that word a lot in this podcast, you know, the, the gypsy, you know, they are the ones who originally, you know, started dealing with these in time. So they are troubled spirits that are said to be risen from the grave. And they have the ability to transform into an animal, become invisible, or gain vitality from the blood of their victims. That's where the drinking blood comes in. So that being said, there have been accounts of Shrigoi throughout history. You know, dating back to, I believe it's called, um, what is that, uh, before Renaissance, the Enlightened time I guess you want to say when you know uh, the Turks were invading I, I believe that's the right time in you know history but that's where Shrigoi really started catching you know attention and one of the accounts one of the earlier earliest mentions I'm sorry of the Shrigoi was a man by the name of uh, I swear to God I'm going to butcher this name I swear to God Jur uh, Grando Ali Vole and this was during the time of seven, 1579 and 1656 in the region of Istria. I have no idea where that is. Do you have any? <laughs> I've never even yeah. heard of that, any of that. <laughs> so the villager believed that he had, that he was the first one to ever witness a Strogoi. So it says that Okay, strike that. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. He was believed to be the very first Shrigoi because he died, as we said, in 1656. But 16 years later, he was seen roaming the countryside by numerous people. And at one point, it even said that a member of the church was the one who saw him. So when... You know, you see a member of the church who says he sees a man walking around who died 16 years ago. It's going to cause attention. So in order to purge the Strigoi, they had to deal with it in a matter of fashion that you would deal with a Strigoi. Now, let me ask you a question. How do you heal a vampire? According to the movies that I've seen, uh, what you put up, like, expose them to sunlight. Okay, there's one. You use a, a wooden... A wooden stake or a silver like stake, that. you know, wear it off with garlic. Yeah. 
Okay. And then that's the two, only the two that I know. Okay. So you don't kill a Shrigoi that way. In order to kill a Shrigoi, according to legend, it is a more tedious process. So step one in killing a Shrigoi, you need to dig up the body of the, of the accused Shrigoi. Step two, you remove his heart and you have to cut it into two pieces. Okay? Number three, you drive a nail into its forehead. Number four, you place a clove of garlic underneath its tongue. All right? And number five, and, and I think this is where, you know, a lot of the Romani, the, the gypsy come into a play right here. You have to smear the body with the fat of a pig killed on St. Ignatius's Day. That already sounds complicated. Yeah. I, I, step five. <laughs> I, I don't know what the hell. Do you know when St. Ignatius's Day is? I never even heard of that, dude. It's it's a day, you know, honoring a saint, Saint Ignatius. Again, I didn't get too much into detail, but you know, I did find out when the day is, and that day is on October seventeenth. So you pretty much have to wait. Yeah, to October seventeenth. Yeah, to do that shit. All right, and the last step to kill the Shrigoi is to turn its body face down, so that if it were after doing all that, if it were to ever wake up it would be headed to the afterlife instead of our world. So. <laughs> All right. So really quick question. Is this actually real or this is like urban legend, legend kind of stuff? What is the Shrigoi or the way to kill it? Actually both. Well, again, we'll get into more accounts more in time as, you know, a little bit later into the podcast. But, you know, again, that's why we're here. We're going to know the facts and we're going to determine if there is enough credible evidence to say there might be something out there that these people are seeing or not. So you have three types of Shrigoi. And again, I'm so bad with these names, I swear to God. The first one is a Shrigoya, Shrigoya Ka. God, I know I butchered that one. <laughs> and typically that is stage one of a shrigoi. It's basically, think of a witch. You know, not, that's pretty much what they do. They witchcraft everything. They use, you know, the elements of the earth to enchant their victims. That's what they do. Number three, the shrigoi view, which is, I guess you want to think of it as a male version. It is a living shrigoi or a sorcerer is what, is what it's called. So that's basically number two. Number three are by far the worst ones you can come across if, by when, you ever do decide to come across one. It is a Shrigoi Mort. And that's basically what the vampire has fully taken over. It is a dead Shrigoi, fully dead. This is the most dangerous. And they emerge from their graves in order to torment their families until their relatives die. That's their sole purpose. So far, yeah, I'm, I'm taking notes as you're talking about this, and it's like because it's so much details and information regarding. I can't. I'm not going to try to pronounce that word you're saying. Yeah. So, which is really quick. What's the definition of Shrigoi? The Shrigoi. So it's like it is a traditional Romanian Catholic vampire. Okay, just wanted to make sure. Okay. Yeah, because what a lot of people don't realize is that you know the vampire you think of, you know the 
suave, cool, you know, Twilight, you know, those type of vampires, they became more, I guess you want to say, um, evolved throughout the course of history as Christianity set in. These are the first known counts of, you know, night walkers, you know, the or the scientific term for a vampire is the hominis nocturna. These, you know, the Strigoi are the earliest accounts. So these guys are far more uglier. You know, they're not no Edward Cullen or, you know, no, you know, Bram Stoker, Dracula. No, just think of, you know, a tall, you know, skin is hanging off their bones, sucked in rib cage, you know, natted hair, you know, pale to, you know, dark color skin, lanky being with jagged teeth, but the two front teeth are long in sizes. That's basically what a Strigoi is with red eyes. I don't know what it is, but everybody always has to have red eyes or yellow. I don't know. Yeah. I don't yeah know. Th- this guy already sounds, well, person sounds really scary because yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's male and female, right? Male and female. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Can you imagine walking through the woods and you want to run into one of those? Yeah. The way you describe it, I, I haven't even seen the picture of this thing and it's like already. The way you describe it is just freaky as shit. Really? Yeah. So that kind of looks like um one of those Shrek uh, characters. Yeah, yeah. So it just basically think of a fucked up looking goblin motherfucker. Yeah, yeah pretty much. That's it. <clears throat> so that being said, we do have there have been accounts of Shogoy throughout history, but you know I went ahead and you know I sent you over some of the more recent accounts. For example. The latest account of a Shigoi witness sighting was in, believe it or not, 2003. That was the last time we heard of a Shigoi, and it was in the small village of Moritunu de Soups. Where's that at? Uh, you know what? Since a lot of this come from, you know, Carpathian, I'm guessing it's going to be in that area, Transylvania, because, again, that's where a lot of the paranormal cryptozoology, a lot of all that stuff basically originated from there, from that area of the world, the region. I mean, we do have accounts of, you know, vampirism in Egyptian, you know, mythology, but it came more into light once, you know, Christianity came into play and all that. So I'm guessing that village is, you know, somewhere Carpathian, and that's what we got our good friend Google for. (laughs) You know, Google knows everything. So, the account that we're going into is a 76-year-old Romanian man. Oh, there it is right there, Romania. Uh, Named Petrer Toma died. Okay, so died in 2003. In February of 2004, a niece of the deceased revealed that she had been visited by her uncle, the dead man. So, the family of the of the deceased and the little girl decided, okay, you know what, there's something not right here. So, what does everybody do when faced with something that they don't know? They go ahead. No, I wasn't sure. Like, what does everybody do? Let's grab our pitchforks and torches and let's form a mob and you know destroy what we don't know. Yeah. basically what they did so again 2004 the family of you know this deceased relative decided to form their own little vampire hunting group went around looked, found the body and 
the thing that they became aware of that was kind of scary to them was that in the year process, you know, when you die, within the year, you're going to start to decompose, correct? You know what? Actually, I didn't know. It takes a long to decompose. Oh, no, it takes longer. Okay. But within the year, you start to see the signs of decomposition. Okay. Well, when they dug up the body of the uncle, there was no signs of that. And Sorry, I was just looking at you like, what? Are you serious? So yeah, nothing. no signs of decomposition. And another thing that kind of tipped them off was when he died, they put his hands across his chest. When they found the body, they were on his side. Easily fall off, right? I mean, I don't know how bodies work. So after they, I don't know, but I mean, yeah, it's just still creepy. Yeah, 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 it's still creepy because again, you know, you die with your arms crossed like that. They bring up your body, and now your arms are on the side of you like this. You know, it's yeah, yeah. That's gonna give you some signs right there. So they did what they had to do. They removed the heart, cut it into two pieces, drove a nail. You know. The only thing they didn't do was rub it in the fat of a pig killed on St. Ignatius' day. October 17th. October 17th. There we go. But they did burn the body. So, I mean, I guess when in doubt, just kill it with fire, I guess, because fire kills anything, apparently. Yeah, and apparently that probably didn't work, right? Uh, Well, the accounts did stop after that. But... Mm -hmm the Romanian government in order to, you know, you know, keep all this under wraps, they arrested and trialed the family members. For what? For one, disturbing the peace of the dead. Okay, I can see that. And two, for, in modern times, forming a vigilante mob. Shit, I didn't even know that was illegal. Yeah, I, I well, guess it is. Yeah. Over there, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. over there, because, again, we don't know how the laws work over there. But in the end, these men were sentenced to a fine that they had to pay back their own family for disturbing the uncle and were put on probation. So I guess, you know, that's the penalty for digging up a dead body. You get slapped with the fine and you do probation. It seems kind of like... Kind of light, no? Kind of like a light sentence. No jail time. But then again, laws are different. Yeah, that's true. Laws are very different. So, another account that we have was in 1865, where a village was tormented by an unknown assailant in the middle of the night. But this one was known and was targeting to prey on infants. So... I mean, that right there is just, yeah. Yeah, it's already creepy. (laughs) Yeah, that right there is creepy as hell. I mean, why would you prey on an infant? So in order to stir the creature, the villagers of the village began, I don't know how this came into play, but they started to throw a stone behind their shoulders. Kind of like salt and yeah. shit you know when yeah kind of like salt yeah okay. but as you're doing this but as you're throwing the stone you have to say this into the mouth of the strigoi and I guess that you know stops it from attacking so you turn your fucking back you throw a stone and you throw a stone and you hope you make it yeah you, you hope that you know the stone lands into the mouth of the strigoi <laughs> oh fucking wow I'm telling you dude yeah that's, that's some crazy shit yeah dude this is some crazy shit but I mean you know what can you do 
Yeah. You know, these people were living in dark times, you know, dark ages to an extent. You know, you you pretty much come up with any way to ward off evil spirits. Yeah, that's just the way people come up with the shit. I mean, oh, like yeah. the, the six steps yeah. that you talked about earlier. Yeah. It, what the fuck? Like, yeah, dude. Like, yeah, six steps. Like, uh, number one, uh, what is the testing process of finding out if this stuff works it's like okay let's drive a stake through it no that didn't work okay let's do this no that didn't work yeah it's a lot of steps like, yeah all that just to kill a shrugoy. trial and error yeah oh. six fucking steps <laughs> really quick question though because i'm not really too Go sure for about it. this Go so you, for it. you did say about them removing the heart mm-hmm. okay i thought they took all that shit out we have to remember this was ah, you back in the day Sorry, I keep hearing 2005, 2004, so that's why. All yeah, right, my yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah. But back right. in the day, I mean, I don't think they, you know, they, they just, they just chucked you into a hole and said yeet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Got it. Gotcha. Yeah. So, but again, you know, I want to touch bases again real quick on the types of the Strigoi. You have the witch. I mean, compared to you know a traditional witch where she just lives to torment you that's what a typical witch does you know you've done her wrong or she's just doing it out of pleasure this Shrigoi version of the witch that bitch is you know she's there to fucking kill you like there's no andis or but like she is going to prey on you and she will do anything and everything possible to lure you away you know so it can be whether she's taken on the form of a loved one or calling out to you in the voice of a loved one you know calling for help so again you know that right there is scary in itself I mean if you imagine walking through the woods and you hear your loved one screaming for help what are you going to do you're going to run yeah of course yeah yeah, course. yeah yeah, and then you come into a clearing and you find out it ain't your loved one it's something that just you know latched onto your back and is digging into you fuck man that's that's scary to think about that shit yeah so yeah yeah but it's just yeah but just the one account that i left out earlier and again i left it out because again i knew we were going to touch back on this a shrigoi witch is already dead okay so you know but she just hasn't began the decaying yet so she still looks human but she's just dead shrigoi and can use magic okay all right, and then that's when we go into the living Shrigoi, the the sorcerer, you know, typical, you know, I'm not trying to say dudes over here looking like Gandalf from Lord of the Rings, but, you <laughs> yeah. know, a sorcerer. So whatever you want to imagine in your mind of a sorcerer, that's pretty much what we got going here. But again, the same thing, same end game, you know, you're going to be lunch, you know, typical. Yeah. You know, but uh, one com one trait that the sorcerer has more than the witches according to legend the sorcerer is more stronger than the witch now i don't know if that meant in magic or in physical it just says that they are more stronger than you know a stage one witch you know and then you go to the final one the dead one you know that's the one where you know they say you want to avoid at all costs that one's the most dangerous one of them all all right go ahead oh no i'm just saying that one sounds interesting yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what we're covering here, yeah. you know, as opposed to, you know, your typical Hollywood vampire, smooth, smooth, you know, suave, you know, or in the form of a woman, you know, beautiful, gorgeous, enchantress. No, this dude is just 
an ugly fucking goblin looking motherfucker that's you know yeah super speed can smell you from five miles away you know because they are known to have enhanced senses and that's how they hunt and you know that's what we got but see i'm a little bit skeptic of that as well because again history states that they live to only torment their family members okay and then you have other accounts of just one going buck wild in a village you know every night so again you know that's just again little things that fall in the line of history you know what i mean yeah yeah. so that's pretty much what we got going there so anything no dude the the thing is like i know you did your research but this sounds like almost like hey this is this is fake it sounds like it you know because like you don't hear about it in the states that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. you always seem to hear about things like this in other countries Mm -hmm. that are not in the states Mm -hmm. do i believe it hey dude this sounds like a movie Mm-hmm. It sounds like a movie. Someone made this shit up, and it's like, hey, you know, we're gonna make this shit up and make it sound cool. And it does sound. Uh, I mean, no disrespect or anything. It sounds kind of cool. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, like, is it real? Like, what did these people see? Are there any pictures, videos? I mean, you had something that happened back what in two thousand four, two thousand three, two thousand three. Technology, you know, and did. I mean, I I don't know like how they live over there. Like, I really don't know. Mm-hmm. But then again it's like i just curious i kind of want to see this shit of course and everybody is but then again okay so to counteract that one you have to remember as you say we don't hear about it here in the states well why because when christianity and catholicism came to the united states all those old world traditions all that stayed back because america was supposed to be the future you know the progressive land so, of course, you know, why would you want to bring old world traditions into modern times? But you have to remember a lot of there's there are still a lot of parts in the world that held on to those old world traditions. And Romania just happens to be one of those places. Now, granted, I'm not saying, you know, it's out of times, but there are patches in that part of the world where they still believe in this they still you know live day to day as if it was you know you know the dark ages you know they have technology and whatnot i'm pretty sure but you know they still have their beliefs you know us being hispanic i mean what we were we grew up in what in the 90s yeah and excuse me how many times did our moms you know we dump the salt you know throw salt behind your shoulder or, you know, we still go through it to this day. Yeah, I'm like, that's some old school yeah. Hispanic stuff right there. Yeah, well, know, at least for our, from our, living, yeah, yeah where yeah. we live. Yeah, and of course, I'm pretty sure when you were younger, your mom did the egg to remove all the bad juju from Yeah, you. exactly. I <clears throat> seen that shit in person. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. see, there are still remnants of the old world in today's world. But it's just, to the to the person, it's up to them to believe if it worked or if it doesn't okay so getting back to what you were saying that we haven't heard any accounts well yeah because again we've become you know fixated with a hollywood vampire you know the edward collins you know the the twilight vampires we that in our image that's what we think of when we think vampire but again you have to remember there was an earlier form of vampire which is the Strigoi. You know, vampires only came into the light when what happened? Bram Stoker wrote his famous novel. 
you yeah. know, of Vlad the Impaler. And yeah, he based that on an actual person. Again, Vlad the Impaler, he based it on that. But in reality, Vlad the Impaler was not, you know, your typical vampire. He was a living, breathing human person who impaled his victims and drank their blood. Crazy. See, I don't know about any of this stuff. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, that was the basis for the Bram Stoker novel. So that was an actual person. Vlad the Impaler was an actual person, yes. Shit. And okay. that was, and that's how we got the name the Impaler. He would take his, you know, enemies or, you know, people that he's captured, and he had pits with spikes, you know, coming straight up, and he would just drop them. Well, not so much drop them. He would put the stake in from underneath the mouth and just sit them right on top. Wow. And the blood would drip down. It would collect in barrels, and he would drink the blood. Fuck. That's all I got to say. Yeah. And then another account on of an actual, you know, traditional vampire is uh, Bathory. I forgot her name. Elizabeth Bathory. Where she was a countess, and she would always bathe in the blood of virgins. Because she believed that the blood kept her youth and immortal. So for years, this woman murdered dozens of innocent girls and women who were pure virgin and literally took a bath in their blood. So again, all this connects to the Strigoi. Because again, Elizabeth Bathory read on the Strigoi and that's where she got the idea that blood is life blood is the essence of everything it's that's even stated in Bram Stoker's novel blood is the life force of everything so all this comes into the account of Bram Stoker it has even stated he researched vampires and the only thing he can come up with with was Strigoi because again, these were the earlier forms of vampire. So that's pretty much where we're at with Shrigoi. When was um when did this happen? Like when they first found out about this Shrigoi? Like, Shrigoi earliest accounts would be I wanna say Dark Ages or it was I I, I don't know why, but I just keep wanna keep saying the Enlightened era. <clears throat> which was, I believe it predated the Dark Ages. Okay, for those people that don't know, wait, I'm included, mm-hmm. when wh- when was the Dark Ages? Dark Ages, I want to say it was early, late 1400s, 1500s, 1500s okay. like 1450 AD around that time. I want to say we would have to Google it, but... I'm about to right now. Just yeah, I'm curious just Google about that. that real quick. I swear to God, my math is going to be off. I swear to God, and I'm going to laugh. So according to Google, this is between 476 AD through 1000 AD. Oh, there you go. See, so again, I wasn't that off, but the era that pre that come came before the Dark Ages is when early accounts of Shrigoi started coming. Because again, during the Dark Ages, the Romani or the Gypsies were all over Europe and Romania. That was, you know, their time. But again since they believed in this and they practiced, you know, witchcraft and everything to, you know, repel these dark forces. And at that point, Christianity was coming into play. That's where a lot of the conflicting, you know, stuff came in because here you have the church saying nothing, every, whatever's evil, God will repel it. 
you know, you have to believe in God. God will, you know, protect you. God will, everything God. And on the other side, you have the Romanians saying, yeah, we believe in God, but God's up there. We're down here. He ain't helping us. We have to help ourselves. So, you know, that's why we do what we do to protect us. Yes, we're not saying we don't believe in God. We love God. But God's up there. We're here. How's he going to protect us? That's that's a interesting way to put it. Yeah, you know, it is. Especially with a lot of people with different beliefs. It's like, yeah. But that's an interesting way to put it. Yeah, and that's yeah. pretty much, you know, and since the the church did not approve of that, the church or anybody in the Romania is evil. They're witches. They're tricksters. They're, you know, run them out of society. Because, again, it goes back to what we talked about on last week's podcast. Whatever people don't understand, they fear and they want to destroy. Yeah. It's that mob mentality. So that's pretty much where we're at. So anything else i'm not sure how deep you went to this one but are there any like um did it happen anywhere else aside from romania any other other accounts the other there were accounts coming out of uh europe okay london in the early 1500s okay so it spread it Ex- yeah so it spread uh, yeah. you know because again the theory is on vampirism is the fact that it's a virus. Ah, uh, okay, I see. It, that's the theory, you know. It's <clears throat> kind of like what we're going through now, coronavirus. You know, you have, you know, patient zero, the original, and he bites one person, that person turns. That person, you know, bites three people in those, and so on. So, again, vampirism is supposedly the theory. It's a virus, you know, as opposed to, in some cases of lycanthropy or werewolf, you know, it's a virus as well because the virus is carried in the saliva of the predator. Yeah. And then you have other accounts of different, you know, lycanthropy where it's a family curse. It runs in the blood, it, you know, travels through the history, through our family tree. But again, it goes back to what we said. Blood is the life force. That's like what energy for them or. Yeah. yeah it's okay. energy. It's strength. It's, you know, it, it it digs into. I've always said that vampirism and lycanthropy, werewolfism, go hand in hand together, because what it does in in realistic terms, in the big picture as the whole, what it does, whether it's vampire or werewolf, it reverts you back to your primitive self. Okay. It's that side that every you've heard that saying. Everybody has an animal side. Yeah, yeah, I heard it. Yeah, about that well, it, what that virus does is it enhances it and it reverts you back to what we originally were which is a you know raving lunatic you know just driven by sex food and you know the thrill of the hunt that's basically what it is because again you look at a werewolf what does it do it just lives to hunt yeah that's all yeah as far as what i see from what yeah again you know that's going to be another podcast topic that i can't wait to dive into but you know for the basis of it that's what a werewolf does it just kills you know in the histories of of werewolf or lycanthropy in history rarely you see a time where the body was eaten it was just savagely mauled yeah but there were no signs of feeding okay 
okay and same thing with vampires you know vampires live to to feed that's all they do is just feed on the life force and again it's a virus and it is bringing out your primitive side your actual what we are and for that we fear it because again we don't understand it okay so and i mean every day humans you know release that animal side <clears throat> excuse me uh for example when we have sex you know what are you think i mean again just hypothetically or not even hypothetically when you have sex what are you thinking about in those moments shit i don't even know <laughs> exactly <laughs> in exactly. the moment there's yeah. you don't, you really don't think about anything why because in those moments your raw animal side is out and your mind is only focused on getting laid that's all it's focused on i mean really think about that and for everybody out there listening the next time you have sex you know when you're really into it try to remember what you're thinking about in that moment and i guarantee you you're going to come up with a blank because again in those moments you have reverted back to your animal side and your mind is solely thinking about okay this is good this is what i want reprodu reproduction or the release of you know the feeling of feeling good which pre which also precedes what happens after you're done having sex what do you do i just feel calm you feel calm yeah yeah but like, mostly important what does everybody do they eat okay because again now that you've quenched that animal side the other side of you comes out which is okay i need to feed now so like the blood for them is like sex yeah pretty much yeah they, it's a life they, force they thrill it they're like Fuck, yeah when I they're in that moment shit. of biting and feeding that's their sex it's their ultimate high that's, and when they're done they need to feed that's a pretty interesting Which way it goes hand in hand because you know luckily for the vampire sex ties into feeding so you get two shots at the same time yeah it's like taking a shot of tequila and a shot of jaeger at the same time you know it's one's gonna speed you up and the other one's gonna slow you down yeah, yeah. you know but you get that double satisfaction Shit, that's... as opposed to werewolf you know werewolf does everything one at a time you know it fucks it kills and then it feeds pretty much it right there all right really interesting very very interesting so, case file on the shrigoi what do you think real or not uh right now i'm gonna go not real okay and i did have a quick question though i don't know if people i don't know if you mentioned this or someone's interested too so they saw these people the shrigois right they see mm -hmm. it okay and then they have to go dig up the body mm -hmm. so they're not the shrigois not coming out of the casket going attacking people right like where is this fucking shrigoi at like we're like it's just a vampire during the day it sleeps i don't know if it's affected by the sunlight but a lot of the accounts say that the best way to destroy it they all had that in common is during the day where's the body come from though is it coming from the casket itself it's coming from the casket itself it's rising out of the grave and then goes back to normal so and basically like yes like nothing we wouldn't know that it was out yeah we wouldn't know okay yeah because i i'm not sure if you mentioned yeah, that no. part but i was curious like is it like a spirit out there and people are seeing no it? it's full body like so it's, it's like the actual body it's the actual body yes Shit. and it goes back to and it goes see that's back. the crazy part though how the like okay the hands like you mentioned this guy that the hands were across his chest and then when they found him his 
arms were like on the side of his body. So they're able to go back in, put all, I, I, don't, I don't even know how the fuck they put all the dirt back in. Yeah. And then, but the arms were Well, not. you have to remember, a lot of these times back in the day, you know, in these times, men of wealth were put into, you know, you ever seen those burials where they look like little houses? Yeah, yeah. And I was the coffin about that. sits above the ground? Yeah, I seen okay, that one. Well, a lot of, you know, men of that time were buried like that. Only peasants and commoners were put into the ground. That's a shitty way. Yeah. I mean, compared to. Compared to now. Yeah, yeah. no. Back then, it was if you, even in death, if you had stature, you kept your stature. You know, in death, you kept it. You know, in death, you were, okay, this guy was a wealthy baron of some sort. Okay, he did, he's not put in the ground like a commoner. You know, we're going to leave him in the air so that way, you know, he's not touching the ground because, again, he's above that. That's the way they viewed him. That's a big fucking wow. Yeah. Wow. And okay. You know, if you're a Strigoi, whether if you were a commoner or, you know, a baron, whatever the case is, you know, you could easily open up one of these homes, these tombs, get rid of the body, and every night just crawl your silly ass back in there, and who's going to disturb you? Who's going to suspect it? You know? Yeah, there's no evidence. There's no you, evidence. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You get rid of now. the original inhabitant of that tomb, and every night you crawl your silly ass back in there and close it up, you know, people, you know kind of fucked up but i mean you think about it you're gonna go pay your respects to your dead uncle and that ain't your uncle in the coffin that's you know some peasant that rises from the grave every night you know what i'm saying so that's pretty much what we got going there wow amazing yeah fucking crazy it's fucking nuts <laughs> yeah. so you say stragoy not real not real i gotta go for it. not real right now okay so it's these are one of the rare instances is that I'm possibly going to agree with you because again there's just not enough evidence like if we had a few more accounts in more modern times then I you know be like no 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 these things are out there but in this case I believe Strigoi are like the old way traditions they died out a long time ago and every now and then one will fall through the cracks but that's where we're at on the case file of the Strigoi interesting story man yeah I mean it's interesting like I know about the basic vampires, like men, mm-hmm. like Twilight, the one with the slick back hair, mm-hmm. all that shit. The shining in the sun. But now, like, you go back to the deeper history, like, mm-hmm. hey, this is where they first started. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, shit. So it's pretty, I mean, it's still interesting, though. Yeah. Whether it's real or not. So it's kind of like, oh, shit. It's pretty well, good. Well, at least out of the podcast, you learn if you ever do come across one, you know how to get rid of it. Yeah, no, I I actually wrote the steps down because I was like following what you were saying. I'm like, oh, fuck, this is a lot of fucking work. Yeah, that's a lot of work to get rid of a fucking Shergoy. But other than that, in closing, as always, a great movie title or a great movie line once said, there are things that go bump in the night, and we are the ones who bump that. Good night. Good night.